Hey everyone, welcome back to episode four of Figuring It Out with Austin and Spencer. My name is Spencer. And I'm Austin, and we are so psyched to be back on the podcast with you guys for, wow, it feels like our fourth episode. Wow, <laughs> time really flies when you're having fun, I guess. It, it does. <laughs> it feels like we just started this. Yeah. How, how are you doing, Spencer? Uh, I'm doing good. You know, things things in Tampa finally stopped raining, but from what I heard, it has not been quite the same for you. Oh, no, it hasn't. Like, for those of you that don't know, I, I go to school in Pensacola, and uh, we actually just got hit by Hurricane Sally. <laughs> so living, th- I mean, I've lived through hurricanes before, but <laughs> I mean, the hurricane kind of came out of nowhere this time. It was, it was really funny. So campus yeah. was like, campus was definitely a mess for a few days. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea it happened until we were talking last week and like, yeah, we're just, you know, cleaning up from the hurricane. I was like, hurricane, what hurricane, what are you talking about? It's been sunny here. You see, most people, I find that that's the reaction. And my mom called me like last week. It's like, you know, a hurricane's going to hit you. I'm like, no and then they canceled classes for us it's like wow must be pretty serious then yeah well it's crazy being from michigan i've never experienced a hurricane and so really you haven't gotten hit by a hurricane no no no. you'd be surprised (laughs) but no i haven't um the lake the lake isn't that crazy but uh but so last summer was my first experience with like dealing with like that type of situation uh-huh. We didn't really get anything, but I went to Publix and everything was off the shelves. And I was like, what on earth is going on? It was just <laughs> You're like, this is so weird. Like Publix is never out. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a, it was just a wild situation. I wasn't prepared. I got a little freaked out. Yeah, that, yeah, it's, it's definitely like being inside and watching the hurricane happen was, it was like weirdly cool. It was like really cool to see. Like what? I'm see, see like, the cars get flipped over. It was really cool to see <laughs> that. Austin. No cars got flipped over. It was just a lot of like trees and wind <laughs> and stuff like that blowing all over the place. But uh, but yeah, at, like the the aftermath was <laughs> it was pre- campus was. T- I remember I walked out of my dorm like Thursday Thursday morning ish, and like ca- campus was torn apart. It was actually Man. I was really shocked. Were people freaked out? A little bit. I had a few, a uh, few guys on my floor who, like, they're like you said, like from Michigan or out of state. They've never lived through a hurricane before, so this kind of like it kind of shocked them. What yeah, happened? it's freaky. Yeah, it is. But hey, we're all good. It's all we're all safe. So that's a uh, that's important. That's that, we're that's that's that. the most important thing. So we can keep the podcast going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we can keep figuring it out. All right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hey, we love connecting with you guys over the past three episodes that we've done, and we want to keep connecting with you guys. So if you guys have questions, if you guys have comments, uh, something you're really not sure about, something you're trying to figure out in life, let us know. Uh, hit us up. Email us at theweekday at bayhope.com. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, it'll be in the description at the top by the episode. And again, that's theweekday at bayhope.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. So today we're going to be talking about a really interesting topic that I think a lot of us, we, we wrestle with this question a lot, but some of us may be a little bit scared to admit that we wrestle with it, especially if we've grown up in church for a number of years. And the question we're going to be tackling today is, is who is God and how can I relate to him, right? We see in scripture that that God wants to have a relationship with us and God wants us to talk to them, but how exactly do we do that? Because God is distant like god is not physically here in front of us it's, so how do we go about relating to god it's kind of it's kind of weird because you know it's like you're back in 
high school kind of and you know you've got the popular kid and you're like oh that that guy wouldn't want to be friends with me for sure like like you know like god just seems like on a well he is like on a totally another level than us so it's something that doesn't really make sense yeah exactly because it's not something like god isn't we can't physically see the person of god so it's puzzling sometimes right but the beautiful thing that i found is that and you you can jump in on this and give me your take, but scripture tells us everything we need to know about God, right? We kind of hit on that last week and that like scripture reveals God to us. Yeah. Um, we get, we understand who God is through the Bible and like, yeah, we get, exactly. we get we plenty of pictures. Character. Mm-hmm. We understand his character, who he's like, what he, um, what he likes, what he doesn't like. Uh-huh. Um, and especially how we can relate to him. Right. He gives us, like very clear things. A lot of people, I think I've, I've wrestled with this in my life. It's like, I wish God would just break through the clouds and make it so abundantly clear <laughs> what he wants me to do. Oh man. So that there is, there is no mistaking it whatsoever. There's, there's um, a lot of, I feel like in Christianity, like, or there, cause there's a lot of things the Bible doesn't say that is like, current in our culture and so there's like a lot of like gray areas where it's like is that right is that wrong like i don't know what to do i don't know what to believe so it's yeah it's not like exactly like a one-to-one comparison right (laughs) like we can't sorry that would be awesome if like you're right like if god would come through come through the clouds and be like all right yes no yes no yeah we just covered that in uh the sermon series topic we're doing here at bay hope uh asking for a friend and Pastor Matthew addressed that in, a, in, I think, a really interesting way because he displayed this this attribute of God that we're talking about, like that God is all good, right, and that He is all powerful, and that He is still all good despite the suffering, right? And we're not going to dive into the topic of suffering and <laughs> well, God's goodness right now on this episode. We'll wait. So, yes, yeah, we'll, we'll calm that. ourselves and <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really excited about that. Um, but yeah, so. The beautiful thing about Scripture is that it displays this this character of God, and we see God move and act in in ways that that Scripture portrays as well, right? And because God created us, the beautiful thing is that He knows everything about us. Which I, I is wild. Yeah, I, there's one passage that says even the hairs on your head are numbered. <laughs> that if you if you step back and think about that. <laughs> that is crazy because I, I don't know about you guys, but I have a haircut where it's like short on like part of my head and then long on the, on the top. Like God even knows the short parts of my hair and God knows the long parts <laughs> of my hair. Right. Like God knows every single hair on my head. Um, and he, he, he wants to be in an intimate relationship with us. And I think that thought is a little overwhelming sometimes. Yeah, it is. I think, because there's cool things like that where it's like, whoa, God knows like all these like cool little things about me. Um, but there's also the kind of side of it where you're like, oh, I wish you didn't know that about me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a mess. Why? And it kind of makes you think, like, why would God want to be friends with me when I haven't done what he says is right? And yeah. I feel like a mess. And why would God want to love me? It doesn't doesn't make sense. So it's kind of like you're afraid to be with God because if you're with God, then he knows this about you. But in reality, he knows everything about everyone. Yeah. So there's no hiding. (laughs) There's literally, 
there's no place in the universe <laughs> where we can hide from God. Why? Because he created it, right? And he exists outside of our universe. We can't really and comprehend so- this. You can't. And the funny thing about going back to scripture, David, the psalmist, said in the book of Psalms that he, he said, I could go to the heights of heaven and you are there. That I could go down to the depths of hell and like you are still there. There's no place in all of creation where we can go that God can't, right? Like God is everywhere. And it, I find it interesting you talked about uh, that you wish, like there are sometimes you wish that God didn't know everything about us. <laughs> all right? of the time. I feel, I feel like that so often. And the beautiful thing we see in scripture is that God, though we have all of this failure that we have all this feelings of these feelings of inadequacy that God still wants an intimate relationship with us right he still wants to know the depths of our heart the depths of our soul despite all uh despite all of our failures and shortcomings and that that's something again that's hard to wrap your mind around and i don't think even though this podcast is called figuring it out i don't think i think sometimes we think that we have to have it figured out but I think it's okay that we don't, because we, we never can. Like, that's the wild, like, we can never fully understand God, and our, our minds will never be able to wrap fully around it. And so I think it's, it's, it's hard to understand, but it's okay that we will never be able to figure it out. Well, yeah, we were, we were never created to know everything. And I think for me, the, the more I come to that realization, the more I remind myself of that, the more peace I feel. Because... I don't have to solve every problem. I don't have to know everything about whatever I'm, I'm doing at that current moment mm-hmm. because I can go to the one who has abundant knowledge, who knows everything, who is all powerful and always good and trust that he will give me exactly what I need, which isn't always what I want, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> uh, but yeah, when we talk about who this God is that we worship, we, we, we know that that God is the creator and sustainer of all life. We know that he is all-powerful, all-good, and all-knowing. And God is also displayed in the person of Jesus. And you, you see in the New Testament as well that God sent himself to earth in the form of his only son, right, to show us the Father. Jesus says multiple times, like, I'm here to show you who the Father is. I'm here to show you who this creator is. And that's another hard that's another hard thing, right? <laughs> that the fact that this God is is one God, yet he's displayed in three different distinct persons. He's displayed in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And again, that's one of those things like we can keep trying to figure it out because life's a journey, life's a process, and so it's figuring it out. Yeah. It's a process. We're not ne- we're never gonna reach a point where we say, Yeah. All right, that's it. Yep. Oh, yep. No need for the podcast anymore. <laughs> All right. This is the final episode because we've yeah. got to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's probably not going to happen. Uh, but the beautiful thing is, though God is so complex and, and seemingly physically distant, he's not really distant, right? And one of the ways I, I connect with God is, is through prayer, right? And it's through just, just talking to God. And, and, I've often thought that, uh, I mean, growing up, I grew up in church. Uh, I, I, I came to know Jesus when I was like five years old. Something like I, so Jesus has been in my life for as long as I can remember. And I always used to confuse prayer with just simply talking, right? 
when prayer doesn't always need to be talking. Like, like prayer is a like a relational activity, right? And a relationship has two parties. So some of the most powerful prayers I've ever prayed, quote unquote, is just when I stop talking and when I just simply step back and and listen. And that and that's really hard to do, especially if you're especially if you're talking to a person and you just want to. We were talking about this um, in our in our alpha group this mm-hmm. past week about prayer. Yeah. Um, but the thing for me is also is that prayer doesn't have to be formal and kind of growing up in the church as well. Like some people are very formal in their prayers, like especially when you're praying in a group and someone just goes on forever with like these big words and you're like, Oh man, my prayer is like, thank you, God. And not much else. And, uh, but there's like no magical words to it. Like I, like you're saying, like, I believe God really likes it when we're real with him. Mm-hmm. Um, an example of that, like, is like Job. Yeah. When, and that goes back to this past week's message. Um, but like Job was like angry with God and he yeah. was like frustrated and he, he, <laughs> he was very angry. Um, yeah. But like, he was real, like, he's like, here's how I feel. And mm-hmm. I think God likes it when we're real with him and not like, I don't know. Super, yeah. Like, ultimately, ultimately God rewards us for being open and honest. Right. I know. Pastor Andy says it all the time in the online campus. He's just like, says, God can take your anger, right? Yeah. <laughs> if, if the worst thing I believe you could do in prayer and in just communion with God and just a relationship with God is to stifle your feelings. Because it, you, you think of a, a romantic relationship or think of a, a relationship with a significant other. The worst thing you can do in that relationship is not talk to the other person, not tell the other person how you're really feeling at that moment, because then they're left to guess. And sometimes they guess wrong and do something that they think is trying to make you feel better, but it actually makes you feel worse. That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. And that's the way I, I kind of feel in my relationship with God. The more I try to stifle my feelings, the more I try to just isolate, because that's that's my natural instinct. When something goes wrong, I just I close up. Right. Yeah. But God, I'm under the impression that God would rather have our honest, our raw, our messy emotions. It's it's realizing that we need God um, and that we can't we can't do it ourselves, uh, Mm -hmm. I think, is a big part of it. Um, But also kind of going back to seeing God um, move. This is going back. (laughs) But uh one of I wanted to give a shout out. There's a show called The Chosen. I don't have you heard of it? No. Oh, 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 is that the one on the the phone app? Yes. Like they have an app for it. There's an the app episode, for it. Right? Yeah. Have you okay. seen have you seen it? No. I oh. I I've heard a lot of people talk and say really good things about it. Yeah, so my parents suggested it and usually when my parents like suggest like you know, like if they were to see just like a, a Christian show, it's like Christian shows can tend to kind of be a little cheesy sometimes, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, and so I was like, I was a little iffy on it, but I was like, I'll give it a shot. And it was, it just gives a great picture of Jesus. Like mm-hmm. it, that was, I was talking with some friends about it the other day and it was just like the most real Jesus has seemed like in that show. Mm. And so how, how so? What, why, why, what do you think contributes to that? I think it was, we we're talking about there's like sometimes an over spiritualization hmm. of Je- of Jesus, um, yeah. 
and just like he just seemed very real in this like just like mm. just like another guy like that's that's what it seemed like and it was really cool to see that because i feel like that was just the most real he seemed and like to see his love for people and who god is and how god loves us there was a there was an episode about um how jesus loves children um mm-hmm. and kind of reaching back to like how god wants us to live like like we're his ch- like we're children like we just follow him blamelessly um yeah. and like we just follow him with like our eyes closed basically uh like a bunch of kids and and just god loves us like that and so i think that's yeah. a really cool picture of of who god is and so i wanted to give a shout out to that show so i went on my little rant but <laughs> i'm gonna have to watch it because you're like the third or fourth person to tell me to watch that show it's so, awesome man. it's awesome I guess that's the Holy Spirit tapping me on the shoulder and saying, hey, watch the show. <laughs> but that's that's something that I've kind of experienced in my life as well. And, and I think not to not I'm not bashing the church. You guys know I love the church. Uh, but there are some things that growing up in church has done that I think have have lulled me into a state of complacency. And that is I love how I love C.S. Lewis. I love his apologetics work, the Chronicles of Narnia, his other works of fiction. Uh, I'm I'm reading those right now for for school for a personal project I'm working on. Ooh. But yeah, it's uh I got to have a whole project to graduate, so I chose CS Lewis since it's that, that's it's a, a pretty good with... that's a pretty good choice. <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm excited about it. But I was I was reading uh the screw tape letters and if you guys don't know, he's writing a book from the perspective of Uncle Screwtape, a master tempter. It's kind of like a satire, and he's writing to his nephew, Wormwood, about how to tempt man, right? And Uncle Screwtape says to Wormwood, he's like, the best thing we can do to tempt him, to tempt this patient, as he calls him, is to put him in the historical—it's to make Jesus a historical Jesus, right? To make him surreal almost, to make him not a man like he was— to make him not uh, like not part human like he was. I know Pastor Matthew always says all of divinity wrapped in humanity. So, and I think that's the trap that some of us can fall into sometimes is that we just have this historical view of Jesus. Like Jesus was this emotionless figure who just kind of walked around and went, be healed. Bless you. <laughs> and when that's that's not like the heart of Jesus. Jesus had emotions. Jesus was was moved. Jesus even retreat. Jesus was tired. It says in multiple passages that Jesus retreated into the mountains to be alone with God, to pray, right, to talk with the Father, to listen to the Father. And I think that's such an important thing for us to remember as as God's children, is that we don't need to be. We don't need to stifle emotions in prayer and in reading scripture, but instead we need to just be honest and real with God. Like Jesus was Jesus. Eh, there's another place in Hebrews that says Jesus was in all points tempted. Like as we are, he was on all points tested. Like as we are, meaning he, he wrestled with emotions. He wrestled, wrestled with uh, feelings of hunger, feelings of tired, like fatigue and anxi- like angst <laughs> and uh but the difference was that he knew where to run to right he had this intimate relationship with the father and he knew that he could run to the father when things didn't humanly from his point of view humanly make sense yeah and that's the thing i feel like we forget a lot is to mm-hmm. is where to go 
because when so in in baseball how i think of it is uh when when you're in the outfield and a ball comes your way you're supposed to first step is back that's mm-hmm. like they tell you the first step is back so how i think of it is when something comes your way you kind of like everyone's going to have something come your way like jesus had something come his way and so you're going to have sin temptation whatever come your way trials uh, and it's about kind of what step you take. I feel like everyone probably takes a step back. Like Jesus didn't take a step back because he's God. But mm-hmm. everyone takes a step back because at first like sin will hit you or like temptations or trials will hit you. And so we're human. We kind of, but it's about what, what goes like next. Like, are you mm-hmm. running towards God or are you going to keep kind of going that bad direction? And yep. so it kind of matters like, that next step is what really matters. And so Jesus knew where to turn, so he didn't, he didn't take a step back, you know? But yeah. um, if that makes sense. Oh, my, absolutely. My triad did an, you... an analogy. <laughs> did, you, did you play baseball growing up? I did play baseball, and I played the outfield, okay. so that's why. <laughs> I, I did too. I, know, I knew as soon as you said step back, I knew exactly what you were talking about. <laughs> they threw me um, in right field, and that's usually for the people who were the worst. <laughs> yeah, because most people are right-handed, so they hit the left field. <laughs> it's weird. Baseball is like all directionally thrown off. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. It's, and my natural instinct is when, when things come my way, when a ball, metaphorically, comes to me in the outfield of life, my instinct is to run the other way, right? <laughs> my instinct is to retreat and just that's wrong, isolate. Yeah. yeah. But the interesting thing is that's not really where the true presence and power of God is found. Right. Uh, if you if if we had comfortable lives all the time, there would be really no need for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. Because. We're comfortable. Right. But the, the beautiful thing about the message and the person of Jesus, God displayed in Jesus is that the God of the universe literally threw himself into our mess. He literally took on human flesh in order to show us the way to the father, right? The way to himself. And that we don't have to go through this life alone, that though we walk through valleys and though we walk through hardship and though it sometimes seems like God is distant and aloof and he's nowhere to be found. God shows us in the person of Jesus that he is always right there with us. Yeah. And I, when I, I remember a couple months ago, my grandfather passed away. And I was really sad because my grandfather and I were really close. And this picture just kept coming back to my mind. I felt like God was distant. I felt like um, in my own humanity, I felt like God didn't understand. I felt like, um, I mean, people die all the, people have died all the time, especially this past year. But I don't know. I've just, I've never experienced the death of a very, very close person in my life. Yeah. And the image that just kept coming back to me when I, when I was praying and when I would just stop and listen was just me sitting down against the wall, not in a chair or anything, but just sitting down and just being sad. And all of a sudden, Jesus, not in the typical like European-style white robe, long hair, <laughs> beard, not, not that Jesus, but just Jesus as a person, just comes and sits down right next to me and just puts his hand on my knee just to say, I know. Right? Like, I know what you're going through, and I'm here. 
we didn't have to say anything. And like in, in the picture of my mind, like I didn't have to say anything, but I just knew Jesus was there with me. That's really cool. And I think that is the true heart of the father, right? Is that the God of the universe, yes, this God who created everything and who exists outside of time and space and yada, yada, so on and so forth, all the philosophical terms. The God of the universe literally is right next to you and right next to me. And for everybody listening, he is right next to you, wherever you may be. And whatever time you may be listening to this, he is right there along with you. That's a, that's a really cool picture. Um, because he is like a best, he's like your best friend. Like he is mm-hmm. your best friend. Like, like you said, he knows everything about you. He's always with you. And just like the love, it just de- like, it's, it doesn't make sense. Uh, but the love is just that he has for each and every one of us is just incredible. Like, yeah, and it's, it's hard to comprehend, right? Because people oftentimes feel like they have messed up too much, done too much to get away from God. But like David says in Psalm 139, there's no depth, there's no place I can run where God isn't. And that's the same for you and I and everybody listening. There is no depth or nothing you can do that could keep God away from you, right? And one of one of the verses I have really liked over this past year has been, um, I can't remember exactly you might be able to know but so when you run jesus saying when they come to me they come to the father and my father will never turn them away and that verse i don't know i don't know if that directly correlates but that verse like really hit me hard like just like how much jesus wants me to be in relationship with him wants all of us to be in relationship with him this is this is really cool yeah and that believe it or not that affects our day-to-day life more than we know it, because sometimes we we're tempted to think that, um, yes, God is there and God loves us and God's there when we wake up, God's there when we go to bed. But what about in between, right? There's 24 hours to a day. And uh, we oftentimes think that when we go to work, God's not there. That is completely wrong because God is there even in the weird work situations, even in the working from home situations and in the like socially distanced work situation. Like God is there throughout it all and he wants to be there with us throughout it all. Hey, thank you guys so much again for, for listening today. I, I love talking about uh, the things of God, who God is, and how we can relate to Him. Uh, that's just something so special and so intimate, and I think it's such an important topic for us to grasp. But hey, we would love to connect with you guys throughout this week. If, if you guys have any questions or comments, like I said at the beginning of the show, be, be sure to email us at theweekday at bayhope.com. That's all one word, theweekday at bayhope.com. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. See you guys.